Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. The weather today will be a high of minus 7 degrees in Edmonton, minus 7 degrees in Calgary, minus 12 degrees in Saskatoon, and 0 degrees in Toronto. Thank you, Effie. Calgary's a bunch of copycats. Good morning, everybody. We're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Come listen to the live show. Bring your questions. You can ask them. There's a a chat box there. There's a call-in button, and we will answer them for free. Free coaching every morning. Take advantage of it. Uh, On that topic, though, um, a few people yesterday told me, hey, I didn't even know that your podcast was on iTunes and Spotify and all those other places. So I says to them, uh, yes, it is. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you want to get the full value out of the, you know, this morning show experience, I think that tuning in live from wherever you are in Canada, I mean, the more east, the better, the more east, the later it is in the morning, Uh, the more west it is, the earlier in the morning. Um, But if you, (laughs) what? It's it's facts. Don't don't laugh at me. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a fact. Okay. That's how time zones work. <laughs> uh, the earlier that you, uh, or sorry, not the earlier. <laughs> if you want the full value, you got to get in live to get your questions answered. Now, if, if you can't though, I mean, you can definitely still listen to the, to the recordings of the show. We take the live recordings and, and we upload them to iTunes and Spotify, et cetera. So, um, if you are on either of those platforms, I mean, it would, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and, and rate and review on iTunes. iTunes is like the big, like the big podcast, you know, and, and, and the ratings on those, uh, the, that, those, that podcast chart is the one that really counts the most. Yeah. So it would mean a lot if you guys are listening to the show, just to head over there to iTunes, you know, your Apple podcasts, subscribe to the show. That's the most important thing. And then if you got a second, just to click the hearts and say a little review, like, Yo, that Gabby girl is like dope, or whatever. Doesn't matter as long as you write something. <laughs> Helps out the algorithms and all that stuff. So don't forget to smash that like and subscribe and, and you know all that stuff. Oh goodness, I have so much stuff to get through um, before our guest comes on today. We got uh, Barry McGuire coming on today. He's in the room. He's in the room. He's in here. He's, He's joined. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about wholesaling today and uh, his upcoming wholesaling workshop on March 18th in Calgary. Um, very excited for that. But before I get into that, I, um, have a confession. Oh boy. Well, you know, we do a live show every morning. We do. Hundreds, hundreds of live shows we've done now. And from time to time, we're going to be wrong. (laughs) And... No, not us. I've I've said this before. 
don't believe everything we don't believe everything we say. We're just a couple of people on some microphones in the morning, and anybody can buy a microphone and and talk through it, and people listen. Okay. So be critical thinkers. Don't just listen to one source. Always just make sure you're listening to lots of sources and making your own, your own opinion and your own decisions. However, yesterday on the topic of taxes, like an idiot, I fell victim to Uncle Larry. Uh-oh. So there was some information that I gave yesterday about how tax brackets work. That is a very, from what I learned, a very common misconception. Okay. And it's very common for people to believe that when you get a pay raise or you increase your earnings in the year, that when you bump into it, the next tax bracket, that all of your salary and income goes into that new tax bracket. And that is false. Okay. So I am bringing on a representative of the Canada Revenue Agency today for the next three minutes to explain how tax brackets work in 2023 in Canada. Enjoy. Have you been offered a new job or a raise at work? Did someone say, watch out for those tax rates and tax brackets, you'll make less money? Are you confused? Well, don't fret. Whether you're starting your first part-time job as a student, starting a full-time job, or just thinking about a pay raise, we're here to help. We'll show you how tax rates in Canada work and clear up some of the confusion about them. Tax rates are the percentage of income you pay to federal and provincial or territorial governments when you do your taxes. Canada's tax system uses marginal tax rates, which means you pay more tax as your income increases. The tax rates are split up into brackets and the taxes you pay are based on which of the tax brackets your income falls into and where you live in Canada. Don't worry. To help you understand, let's show you how the federal tax rates in 2022 could have affected your taxes. These were the tax rates in 2022. The tax rates are 15%, 20.5%, 26%, 29 percent and 33%. Let's say you're a student who worked part-time over the winter and spring and you made $10,000. Your income would be in the first bracket and your tax rate would be 15%. Now, what if you also worked full-time in the summer and your income at the end of the year increased to $30,000. Even though you made more money, you still fall into the 15% bracket because the limit is 50,197. Here's what happens when you move up a bracket. Let's say you work full-time all year and earn $52,000. But wait, your income went above $50,197. So are you in a new tax bracket? Here's where we need to clear things up. A lot of people think that once they move up in rates, all their taxable income falls into this higher rate. Well, we've got good news. This is wrong. Only the additional amount of taxable income you made in the next bracket gets taxed at the higher rate. So if you made $52,000, only $1,803 of it will be taxed at 20.5%. The first $50,197 you made will still be taxed at 15%. This applies to all the higher tax brackets too. If you get a big raise and now earn $105,000, only $4,608 of that income is taxed at 26%. The first $50,197 you made is still taxed at 15%, and the next $50,195 after that is taxed at 20.5%. What if you choose to sell some shares of a company that your parents bought you 20 years ago, and your income for the year shoots up to the last bracket? 
Same rules apply, but any income you earned over $221,708 will be taxed at 33%, whether that's $230,000, $1,000,000, or even more. Well, there you have it, the basics of how tax rates work in Canada. The last thing to know is that these tax rates can change each year, and remember that provinces and territories have their own rates with different brackets and income amounts. I hope this cleared things up for you. And yes, take that pay raise, you deserve it. Follow us on social media and go to Canada.ca for more tax information. Sure cleared things up for me. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. But it, what I what I learned is that it's it's it like I said it's a common misconception and a lot of people don't really understand it and they just they get told by their aunts and their uncles and their parents uh, and their favorite podcast hosts and their favorite podcast hosts and then they just whatever. Um, but I have heard uh, that this wasn't always how they did it and it was different in in years past. I don't know when I can't figure it out, but this is how it is now, cool. and this is what you need to know. And, and that's great. Um, and, and I feel like it, that gave a much better understanding of how it worked Absolutely. and you can go back and replay that. Um, you know, if you, if you didn't quite get everything, um, yeah, take that pay raise. You deserve it. Awesome. Okay. Um, very excited for our special guest today, Barry McGuire. He's going to be coming on the show. Um, he's got a amazing wholesaling workshop coming up on March 18th, as we mentioned, um, we talk about wholesaling today. Anything else you want to say before we allow Barry in? Let's bring the guy in. I don't even know where he is. Where Barry, are you? Barry, you got a request to come in. Oh, there you are. I see you now. There you go. I'm going to invite him. Let's <laughs> <clears throat> see if he brought his bag of chips. <laughs> Quit teasing him. <laughs> I sent the invite. We'll see if he comes by. See if he bites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, uh, until he does, why don't we say hello to our uh, to the listeners who have joined us on the show today? Mr. JD is in the house. <laughs> First. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good to see uh, Eric here as well and Listina. Um, either coming from the gym or... or all sweaty, just left the gym. They go to the gym in the yes, morning. Yeah. <laughs> just creating conversation, Gabby. Don's here as well. Ken's here. We have Francis. Barry McGuire. Is Barry in the house? <laughs> Barry's here. Hello, Barry. Oh, we're having tactical difficulties. You have him on your end, but I don't have him on my end. He's showing up. I can't hear him, though. Uh, we're having tactical difficulties with Barry. Um, while we get that sorted, um, if Barry can hear us, maybe just, um, have you tried resetting your device? Maybe, uh, try closing the device out, coming back in and then, uh, and then, uh, trying again. We've got Brooker here as well. Good morning to Brooker. Uh, Jeff is here. Good morning. Matt and Garrett. Tammy says, good morning. Courtney's here. Uh, Mitch is here. Thank you, Mitch, for correcting me on the the tax brackets. Mm. I appreciate that. Um, Alan, good morning to Alan. Uh, Cody is in the house as well. I, I saw somewhere here that Cody and Liam were going to look at a fourplex today. Yes. That's pretty exciting. exciting. <clears throat> I'll have to hear more details on that. 
uh, what you're planning on doing with that? Is it a turnkey property? Is there is there some opportunity to add some value to that? Chastin's here, all the way from Saskatoon. Where is our Saskatoon listeners? <laughs> I um I had a phone call with um Rebecca Smith yesterday from Everbloom. Uh, in Saskatoon, and we were uh, having, I don't know, if should we be talking about this confidential phone call yesterday, uh, <laughs> or this meeting, uh, but uh, we were having a discussion about uh, collaborating um, on some events in Saskatoon. Yes. We really, we really want to get out and start um, connecting more with the community there, uh, and Saskatchewan in general. Like, there's, there's, there's a bunch of real estate investors in Regina as well. Um that are asking for events um, and uh, we're looking forward to meeting everybody in person. So uh, yeah, I had a good meeting with um, Rebecca yesterday thinking about some way to collaborate and, and uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> possibly in April um, might be coming out to do a presentation there and then maybe some more stuff in the summer. Um, yeah, I there's there's not enough people looking at it's Saskatchewan for some reason. It's and there's such a small community there, but like I've been I've been doing my own little research and uh and I think that there's some opportunities there, but just not enough people looking at it. Yeah, and there's definitely. some really good people in Saskatchewan. There is. There's some really good good people there. And uh looking forward to connecting with them more. So, should we take a quick break and try to get uh, Barry sorted out here? Uh, well, uh, if Barry can hear us, can he? Is no anything clue. Going on? No okay. clue. I'm tell you what, we're going to take a quick little commercial break here. I'm going to get in touch with Barry and see if we can figure out this technical difficulty, and then uh, we'll be right back um, to read off more of your names. <laughs> be right back. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. <laughs> so if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash albertabuyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. New to real estate? Stuck? Maybe you need quick cash. Wholesaling is a strategy that can fit almost any investor, but it has to be done right. Hi, I'm real estate lawyer Barry McGuire, and I'm here to help. Join me in Calgary on March 18th for a full day deep dive into wholesaling. Space is limited, so reach out to Wayne and Gabby right away for their special offer. And we are back. And that special offer we're talking about is uh, use the coupon code REI Masters. That's REI Masters for, I think it's 30% off. Yeah, for definitely. that uh, for that wholesaling workshop. So um, it's, tell it's telling me that Barry's uh, live again. Are uh, you there, Barry? Uh, no. No? But, um, he may be. <gasps> Barry! You know, I think I'm here. You're here. Welcome. I had the volume turned down, and, uh, you know, I do this so seldom, and I'm such a techno 
nothing. <laughs> I tested it all last night. I was so sure it was going to work perfectly. Uh, is it possible to bring the microphone on your phone closer to your mouth? Yes, it it is. It's now very close to my mouth and not on my sweatshirt to make that scratchy sound. How's that? Uh, that is good. I may have to do some editing later on. You seem quieter, uh, but uh, Gabby. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll make it work. Okay. I can speak louder. How's that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Barry McGuire. Well, thank you very much, you guys. I love that uh, that tax stuff. That firstly, that is a common mistake. Secondly, who knew the CRA had those kinds of helpful things that you could listen to, and, and that was great. Yeah, you know, um, if you want more information about policies and stuff like that, all you got to do is just go to the Canada, the the Government of Canada's website. A lot of it's there. <laughs> no, a lot of it's there. <laughs> well, then, you know what? Uh, there's always something else to say. And as folks move along in their real estate investing career, um, sooner or later, you need good tax advice. You need a good accountant. You need good tax advice. And as much as the CRA tries to limit what we can make, there's there's always ways to legally avoid tax and improve your position. Not evade. Evading is a crime. Avoiding is what you're allowed to do within the within the law. So as you get successful, folks, um, you know, make sure you're working with your accountant to keep as much of that money in your pocket as you can. 100%, 100%. Um, Barry, you say this a lot. And, uh, and I, I, I think based on that, wow, man, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, maybe it'd be nice if you could uh, give a little introduction of who you are for those that don't know who you are um what you do what you love just give us your whole bio <laughs> the whole bio well wayne we better extend this podcast <laughs> so uh i'm a real estate lawyer i've been lawyering for 47 years i've been investing for 50 years bought my first house in way back when when i was in law school in double and a half my money in two years and i was hooked was amazing. Okay, so I, I hate to use these numbers, but I have to do it because that's what it was. Bought a house for $25,000 in the university area in Edmonton. Sold it for $65,000 two years later. Cool. Yeah, like impressive. Buying for four hundred and selling for a million. So, uh, so yeah. And we, uh, a few years ago, 15, I would say, started doing more work in the creative space. I was working a lot with the Real Estate Investment Network, and people were running into that old uh, barrier from the bank where they go, okay, you've bought your three or four houses. Now you can't buy anymore because you can't qualify. Folks still want to buy real estate, and so uh, we worked on figuring out creative ways to buy real estate, and that's been a large part of my practice ever since is what what do you do if you can't do the classic buy and hold anymore and you still want to be involved in the real estate game mm -hmm. it's called creative real estate and that's what i do most of these days yeah you hold um lots of different courses on lots of different topics within uh that creative real estate uh realm which is awesome and I think today we want to really dive into um, wholesaling. And you have, uh, as Wayne mentioned uh, before the 
before we brought you on here that you have your upcoming course on March 18th. So let's tell the listeners um, who maybe aren't quite as familiar with what wholesaling is, uh, what the what the premise of it is. Yes, you know, you, this was the, the topic to think about. What is wholesaling? And I started thinking about it and I thought, all right, well, let's write down what it is. And <laughs> I have seven things that it is. <laughs> seven seven just because you made me i didn't, I didn't think about it. what is wholesaling i mean i just do it i know what it is but yeah when i thought about it and broke it all down let's start with the basics so the basic um, description of wholesaling is that you are looking to find a property that's undervalued so you're you're a your person starting out as a wholesaler what do you do you're looking to find a property that is undervalued. You talk to the seller, you negotiate a price that is an undervalued market price, in your opinion. You write up a contract, so you get the property under contract. Then you find a buyer to sell that property to who understands that it's undervalued and that you can sell it to him for a good price and he wants to buy that property from you. Find that buyer. You assign the contract assign, uh, which is really giving up your contractual rights in the contract that you've signed with the seller. You give up those rights and sell them to your new buyer and he pays you money. So he buys your contract. You collect the check, you give him the contract, that new buyer closes with the seller and it's rinse and repeat for you. You're looking to do your next wholesaling deal. So that is the that is the really the nuts and bolts, the basics of wholesaling to start with. Is this legal? <laughs> well, shh, Wayne. I, I thought that it's this early in the morning. The you know the gendarmes are not up at this age. No one's listening. They don't, they don't know about this. They're not listening. So keep it down, would you? Of course, it's legal. Okay, but that's a good question. People do ask. Uh, is it legal to do that? And it is It is perfectly legal to do it. Now, it, and it's legal across Canada. Legal across Canada. There's different rules in different provinces. So British Columbia, for instance, has pretty strict rules around wholesaling that came out of the just the huge property boom that they're having there. And you know, some of the sellers were getting taken advantage of. Uh, here in Alberta, you're allowed to assign a contract no matter no matter what. You can do it because the law says you can. And other provinces have different rules. So it's a it's a cross Canada strategy, and it is legal everywhere with you know slightly different provincial rules. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so Barry, um, you know this this is definitely you know like we're not talking about you know buying a property and holding it and getting all the benefits of you know owning owning a property we're talking more here about you know obtaining some quick cash um in the in the world of real estate investing um so who do you typically see that that this type of strategy really benefits so that's a good point, Gabby, that this is not a long-term buy and hold proposition. This is more what we call a rapid cash strategy, rapid cash strategy. You want to, um, you want to get in, get a property under contract, find a buyer, get him to pay you an assignment fee and move on to the next deal. So it's, it's rapid in that sense. So this, 
this is a strategy that actually lends itself to people who have um, not much money and not much experience. There's, it's more difficult to do a buy and hold property if you don't have any money and you don't have any experience. But uh, with wholesaling, it is, I think by description, it is simple. It's a simple strategy as we described it. Find a property, get it under contract, find a buyer that loves the property and sees the value, get them to pay you an assignment fee, collect your check and move on. So it's simple to describe, although I wouldn't say it's easy. There's lots of, there's lots of uh, things to learn, like anything. I mean, mm -hmm. who amongst us does anything in our daily lives without lots of education and learning and making mistakes and moving on and getting better at it? So it's a simple strategy, although it's not easy. It's, it's learnable. It's doable. Well, something else that is great, as I said, is, is it's a low cost strategy. Not no mm -hmm. cost, but it's low cost. If you want to get a property under contract, typically you sign a contract and you give a, a seller a deposit. Some sellers will take $100 for their deposit. Mm -hmm. Right. Not, not many, but uh, I mean, it depends. You often don't have to put up very much money to get that property under contract. So, I mean, if you're on the, let's do the reverse of this. If you're doing a buy and hold property and you're buying the classic say $400,000 property and you're doing a conventional mortgage with Royal Bank or TD Bank, they want 20% down and that's $80,000. So plus closing costs, you're probably, you know, 82, 83,000 as opposed to uh, the wholesaling strategy where, I mean, I said a hundred dollars, so that's pretty uncommon, but I see quite a few at a thousand dollars, $2,000. To, to hold the property and, and get it under control, that's all you need. That's not very much. So low cost, I think, is very important for wholesaling. Something else that wholesaling is, and uh, it's important that it is and we want it to be, is it's a repeatable strategy. It's not one and done. It's, <laughs> as we say, do that one damn deal. Do your first damn deal, which is the hardest deal to do. And then you'll go, whew, I was so worried about it. Oh my God, that wasn't near as hard as I thought. Okay, where am I finding my next property? And you carry on. So it's a repeatable strategy and everything you learn in every deal is applicable and useful for your next deal. Because you just get better at it and you get better at it and you get better at it. So repeatable is really important, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think that um, something that I really love about the wholesaling strategy is that um, you can create an entire business model surrounding wholesaling and, you know, um, and go full force into marketing and building buyers lists and all that type of stuff. Or you can also just use it as, um, you know, maybe you are picking up some properties, um, you know, trucking along doing doing flips or something like that. And you go, oh, shoot, actually, I don't have a crew. I need to get rid of this property. And yeah. you can just, you know, one off, you know, wholesale passively, right? It can just be like a little tool when uh, when you either, you know, intentionally want to pick up a property and make some quick cash or, you know, if you've just got too much on the go and you took on one too many, right? It's, it's perfect for that. So I, I think it, I think it's, uh, 
boils down into those two categories. And then probably the, you know, the first category is somebody who's just kind of plugging along and they're not really doing any other creative strategies and they think they want to try wholesaling. And so, and there are lots of people like that who do a property or two a year, not very much, but uh, it really comes to the fore, I think, is where you are marketing and finding other properties and like you say, I'm, I'm looking for fix and flip properties and now I've got three on my plate and cruise for two. What am I going to do with the third one? Well, you can wholesale it to somebody. Uh, so that's uh, a wonderful offshoot of it. And then it can be with effort and time and really pushing hard. It can be a great full time, hugely lucrative business. So it's got mm-hmm. three, three aspects to it, I would say, on the repeatable side of things. That I mean, that's what excites me the most. I'm, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't play small. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big. I like to play big and and scale things up to, to its full potential. And and I've always been fascinated and uh, really, really wanted to build a large scale wholesaling business, but I never really got around to it. I don't know, just like my job kind of got in the way a little bit. And but uh, and then we started focusing on other things. But you know, some of our some of our mentees in uh, the master's program are, are building some really big wholesaling businesses and doing really well for themselves. And it's, I, I kind of get to live, you know, through them, which is so much fun. It's uh, there's, there's so much potential with it. And I, I don't find enough people are really um, taking it to that, that, to that level. You know what I mean? Like you said earlier, it's simple, but it is, it's not exactly easy. Like you're going to have to develop your skills. You're going to need to get some education, um, you're gonna need to put a lot of money into marketing and to, to really build it up. But if you get good at your craft, man, like you said, it can be extremely lucrative. It's, uh, it, it's true. It, it really is. And uh, the, the great thing about the, uh, the upcoming course in Calgary on March 18th is we are for the first time, uh, spending a whole day on wholesaling a whole mm-hmm. day. Pre- previously, it's been part of our rap- our two-day rapid cash program where we talk about six creative strategies, but um, we're doing a whole day on March 18th where we only have done a couple of hours before, and one big part of what we're doing is what we call scaling. scaling. You can have a little business where you do a deal or two, or you can move into what Wayne was just talking about, which is the full-time, lots of deals, uh, scaled up business. And so we're going to do a lot on scaling. How do you move from doing a deal or two up to the guy who's doing, you know, 30 or 40 or 50 or a hundred deals a year. Uh, so that'll be an important part of uh, our upcoming March 18th event. Uh, well, on that topic, you know, what else can people expect, uh, expect from the wholesaling workshop on the 18th? Uh, what else are you going to be covering um, at the event? Well, we're going to start out with the, we're going to start out with the basics of wholesaling and go into it in a lot more detail than, than what I've said here. I mean, I described it in 30 seconds, but mm-hmm. we're, we're going to go into the basics of it in great detail. So a couple of things. Firstly, I don't do this on my own. I do it with a great focus team. My wife, Dawn, and I have a, a great focus team. And guess who's part of it? Wayne and Gabby, any idea? Mm, no. Yeah, no. you! <laughs> Good guess. Me? <laughs> Who, me? What? <laughs> so uh, we have we have folks like Wayne and, Wayne and Gabby, Andrea Workington, who's just a, 
a so successful investor in lots of different fields. Neil Taniguchi, you get close to Neil, it just he just exudes warmth and trust. And if you listen to him and do what he does, you can't help but be successful. Dean Mantai, Dean worked with uh, with Neil at uh, Calgary BMW, and he is just taking the creative concepts and just to a whole new level. So we've got great focus team leaders to help out. We we don't just go over the dry legal stuff. We show you how to talk to people. We do role playing so that you can see what it's like to make a phone call to a seller. How do you talk to them? How do you ask? How do you establish rapport? We go over the documentation and provide you with full digital copies of all the documentation you need in a 200 plus page manual. We do exercises, we have panels, we have back and forth. And then of course, at the end of the evening, there's lots of jam to give away to everybody <laughs> who showed up. And that's an important part too. It's awesome. Absolutely, it wouldn't be a, an event of yours if there wasn't any jam to give away at the end. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I've got fresh jam made, it's ready to take down to Calgary, so. And, and one of the things that I hear the most after the events, so the most popular um, and everyone's favorite part is is the role playing. They love the role playing. They love hearing how the focus team um, converses. How do they handle, you know, the most common uh, objections from sellers and, and how to get through it and and not necessarily how to convince people, but more so how to negotiate and how to uh, make things a win-win, right? To make sure that, that you're not taking advantage of the seller, making sure that they get what they need, you get what you need, and everybody is uh, is happy. The role playing is uh, is outstanding. I enjoy it every time. I've I've heard focus team do role play before, but it is it is outstanding. Because, I mean, it's part of the scariest thing is how do I talk to somebody about their house? How do I how do I introduce the notion of wholesaling? How do I how do I turn this into a win win? How how how? And mm-hmm. to to hear the focus team do those role plays is exciting and fun. And yeah, when we, when we get back our, our feedback sheets where we ask people, you know, what was the event like role playing is big. Everybody loves that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it's a full service event, folks. I'm telling you, we're going to, we're going to take you from feeding you properly in the morning with a full breakfast through uh, a full day of events, a great lunch, uh, wonderful networking opportunities and wholesaling is a lot about networking. It's a lot about networking uh, through the documents and the, the how the strategy works. It's it's top to bottom. It's everything you need to start a wholesaling business. That's awesome. Um, okay, so a few people have uh, have noticed that you're here and they want to take full advantage of it. So a couple <laughs> questions came in in the comments. You got some time to answer two questions. I've got it. Yes, I do, and I've got to actually. Uh, points number six and seven on my list of seven things of what is wholesaling that I want to get through too. So I got all the time in the world. You do that, you do that first and then we'll, then we'll close out with questions. Okay. All right. Number six was that wholesaling is empowering. It, and by empowering, I mean that you are often as a wholesaler solving somebody's problem. Somebody's got a big problem. They got a property they have to get rid of because of divorce or job loss or some other trauma in their life. They need to get rid of the property and you can come along and close that property and take it off their hands and get them some money and do it fast. So it's empowering and it moves towards what we 
preach and talk about and demand of our students, which is you want to do win-win deals. So that's number six. And then it's magic. <laughs> what so, kind of magic, Barry? Oh, thank you, Gabby. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it's magic in the sense that you're turning nothing into money. You're turning nothing into money. Mm. You're taking the notion that you can get a property under contract with not very much of your own money, find someone who loves the property who will give you a big check. And, and so you didn't have any money and you turned it into a check in your hands. So here's another like question that. people say, what should the assignment fee be? Or how much can I make in that? Is that something I should talk about now? Or should we, I mean, I've got a little a bit of stats on that. I, mean, I could leave it till for people to show up on March 18th and hear about it. Oh, a little a cliffhanger. Well, <laughs> I think you, I think you should I think you should dangle the carrot and maybe give them a little taste of maybe what they could make. All right. Well, I'll give them well, the, I'll give them the conservative taste. How's that? Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. Shall we do that? Let's do it. Wayne, you sound <laughs> you sound you, hesitant. You know what? I think it's a great idea. Do it, Barry. Okay. All right. Here we go. So, because that question gets asked so much, uh, Donna, my sweetie pie, Donna, did a poll of students and we got 22 responses to the question how much did you make on your first wholesale deal that was the question how much did mm -hmm. you make on your first wholesale deal so of the 22 responses we took out the three biggest numbers because they were so much bigger than the other numbers that you know they would skew the conservative look at this we're taking a conservative view so mm -hmm. We added up the 19 wholesale fees from the 19 people who didn't have what we call home run wholesaling. And we added it up, we divided by 19. The average wholesaling fee was $8,394 on their first deal. $8,394 on their first wow. deal. Wow. Which is really quite good because you know how this goes until you get your feet wet on the first deal, you're going, Oh, I couldn't charge that much. Could I? Oh man. And then after you do a few deals, you go, yes, I can charge that much. It's a win for me. And it's a win for my buyer. If we divide it up and now you're up to, you know, 12 or 13 grand. So I'm not going to say any more than that, but there is a concept called home run wholesaling where numbers are much bigger and we'll leave that to March 18th. That's amazing. Yeah. I, uh, I was, I was below that average. Actually. Um, I contributed to that poll and my first wholesale fee was 5,000. And I thought that was freaking amazing. We were celebrating like crazy. Exactly. It was awesome. It's free money. It's free. It's free freaking <laughs> money. Sorry. Free money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barry, what I like about the concept or the topic of how much can you make on a wholesaling fee is that um, I think the real question is how good of a deal can you find? Mm -hmm. Because what it comes down to is how much uh, meat is on the bone that you can, you know, take take your piece of meat and also give um, the, the ultimate end buyer um, a, a little bit of that as well right so you kind of like that's really your scale is how good of a deal can you get because you want to you know you want it to be win-win for yourself for the seller and for the ultimate buyer to be able to to get a good deal right no that's exactly it the, the better you get at finding properties the better you get at negotiating the better you get in finding value 
the, as you say, Gabby, the more meat that there is on the bone and uh, the higher your, uh, your assignment fee goes. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you get better at it as you get better at all aspects of wholesaling. Like we said, it's simple, but it's not easy in the sense that there are a whole bunch of moving parts that you have to fit together and make them really mesh to have a smooth, silky, um, profitable wholesaling business. Absolutely. There you go. Oh, That's we got questions. Points. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, let's get to these questions. Uh, who was it I think first? There was only one. Uh, there was one from yesterday, and I'm, I'm um, and I'll, and I'll ask Barry to answer it. But I, I know this is this is one of those ones that's going to have to be answered probably at the workshop. Okay. But uh, the question was for wholesale: which outreach method has better conversion rate? Text, cold call, email door knock, PPC, or realtors? In your experience or from, uh, from what you've heard from other You know, that, that's experts. an impossible question to answer mm -hmm. because uh, as people get started in their wholesaling business, they, they, through their education, go, okay, here are the ways that we can find these deals. And then they, they decide which of the, or the what, what was the question? There were six ways of finding deals. Then after you try a bunch of them, you, do, you find what works for you and different things work better for different people. Some people could never go knock on a door and other people are happy to go and go, you know what, I'm thinking of buying in your neighborhood. You wouldn't you know, be looking to sell your house to me, would you? Some guys could never do that. And other people go, well, that's easy. I can do it. So there's no answer to that question. You have to find out what works for you by trying and, and then putting more effort into the ones that are good that, and that work for you and less into the ones that don't. But Barry, I'm sure Different that... strokes for different folks. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And I'm sure that, um, but all of those methods that Wayne did just read off, I'm sure you're going to be covering those in the course and really how to make those uh, successful, correct? We are going to be talking about all of those and in quite a bit of detail for each of them. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to, uh, and this will be really valuable, we're going to get the focus team to talk about uh, how they started. What methods did they employ as they were starting out in wholesaling and in creative real estate? And how did, they, and what do they do now? And, and what was the progression from, I don't know what I'm doing, to here's what works for me. And you wait, that'll be exciting to hear. And I guarantee that everybody will, you know, all those focus team leaders will have a different, uh, a different take on how it went for them and where they ended up and, and why they've got a method that works for them now. It'll be really exciting to hear that. Absolutely. Wayne, oh. are you going to read that other question there? Yes. Uh, John asked, if you're unable to find a buyer, are you obligated to close on the property? John gets right to the heart of the matter. As a, <laughs> as, as a wholesaler, uh, you want to be able to sell it to somebody else. If you can't sell to somebody else, you need to be able to exit that deal without the obligation to buy the property. So that's something that we're very big on teaching at our event is how to protect yourself so that you're not caught having to buy the property when you don't have someone to sell it to. So mm -hmm. good point, John. Yeah. Okay, I think that that's probably a good spot to wrap her up before we get into the complicated questions that you'll need to get answered at the course on March 18th. Um, Barry, where can people go to register for that course if they're interested? 
they can go to barrymaguire.ca. That's Barry Maguire, no spaces between. barrymaguire.ca, and there's information on my website there. You just press the button, and you can register for the course. Got all the information about it, what it's like and where it is and how to get there. Awesome. So again, that's March 18th in Calgary, Barry McGuire's wholesaling course. If you want a sweet discount, use that discount code REI Masters. And Barry, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, it's been great. We always love having you and look forward to the next time. Thanks, you guys. Uh, anytime. I love doing this. Oh, God, you know what, Barry? It's like, I know I should just let this end. But like, at the same time, like, every time, like, we see you out, I always want to play your jingle and go like, do, 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 do. <laughs> why don't you have it, Wayne? <laughs> I should have had his jingle. I don't know why I didn't have it with a little shaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time. As soon as I hear barrymaguire.ca, and so it goes, do, do, do. Anyway, so you, <laughs> if you guys have listened to Barry Maguire's podcast, uh, Tales from the Trenches, then, uh, and then you know what I'm talking about. And I, oh, I almost forgot. Ooh. Yes, Barry is going to be at our um, upcoming REI Masters networking event in Edmonton on Saturday, and he is bringing back the live Tales from the Trenches. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited! I cannot wait. Um, do Do you want to just give like just just tell like what is Tales from the Trenches in just like twenty seconds? Sure. Well, folks, Tales from the Trenches you know, are real life stories of investors doing deals and kind of trouble they got themselves in and how you get out of that trouble and how to avoid it in the future. And there are endless tales from the trenches, let me tell you. Yeah, you, I'm sure that you've, um, if anybody's seen them and heard them all, it's you. So you have some good stories. We know that. Got a ton of them. Awesome. Okay. Thanks again, Barry. And uh, have a fantastic Tuesday. Okay. Thanks, you guys. Goodbye, Bye everybody. Now. Bye. Yeah, you guys are going to have to go on iTunes now and uh, and look up Tales from the Trenches. That was uh, my favorite podcast when I was getting started. And uh, yeah, he's got this little jingle at the end of all the podcasts. And uh, you if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> and uh, Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So... 15 minutes left in the show. 13. 13 minutes By my left clock. in the show. Oh, we can continue on the topic of wholesaling. If you guys got any more questions that you guys want to discuss, um, we do have, uh, we do have, who do we got here? I, I saw Matt Legere is here. Um, not sure if Josh is here. Not sure if Jared's here as well. Um, but if you guys got any questions, you know, I, actually, if, if, if Matt's still in the room, I'd be curious. Um, to hear what his conversion rate or his what he believes has the best conversion rate for his business. Um, text, cold call, email, door knock, flyers, uh, de delivered flyers, realtors. Um, if you're if you're around Matt, I'd like to hear what what you find uh, has has the best conversion rate. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to call in, feel free to call in. Matt says, tell him to call in. Just Matt, did. Just call did. in. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, he's calling in. Let's see. Uh, uh, put your mouth nice and close to the microphone. 
Good morning, Matt. Oh. Ah, there's, there's, we got a bit of a... Got a call-in problem today. Got a call-in problem today. Um, oh, he connected. There we go. Hey, Matt. You guys doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> good morning. Uh, yeah, so so for me, uh, the best conversion rate is obviously uh, a combination from all the marketing channels. There's not one particular marketing uh, that specifically is my favorite, uh, but mostly just a combination of of all. But door knocking is is uh, obviously the most effective because you're able to make that uh, connection with the seller immediately and then jog down some some leads for future use so door knocking is is pretty popular yeah i've uh, i've always laughed at new wholesalers that are like um they, they kind of got this thing where they're like okay i'm gonna go door knock and i'm gonna go put deliver i'm gonna deliver flyers and stuff like that so what they'll do is they'll run up to the door really fast put it in the mailbox or on the door and they'll run away because they don't want this the owner of the house to see them and I'm like, that what would be the me. fuck is the point? <laughs> that would 100% be me. Yeah, it's 100 Like, I just hope they call instead. I don't want to talk to them. But, like, the whole purpose of the marketing is to talk to them. So yeah. if they answer the door, that's the whole intention, isn't it? Yeah. And so that's a great point, Matt, is, like, you know, the best way to get in front of a, a seller or an owner is to physically get in front of them rather than expecting them to call you, right? So I, exactly. I like it's uh, if you want to be a successful wholesaler, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable and having discussions with people. And, and obviously you're really good at that. Matt, do you deploy all those other, like all the different marketing um, ways? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't strategies. strategies yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I utilize the on marketing, on market uh, marketing and then off market uh, marketing. So, I do have multiple marketing channels that kind of funnel all my leads into my uh, uh, systems and stuff. So it is important to have multiple uh, multiple uh, marketing channels. Definitely. Awesome. Okay. Thanks for calling in, Matt. Yeah, no problem, guys. Have a good day. We, um, we talked about uh, our, our first... Uh, wholesale deal there that our first wholesale deal was actually um we were wholesaling an agreement for sale our first our first agreement for sale sale. yeah (laughs) got our first agreement for sale under contract and then did our first wholesale on that first afs yeah yeah we um we finally locked one up uh an agreement for sale deal which is like a seller financing deal and um then we realized just like where we were it didn't, uh, we weren't positioned properly to be able to take that property on. Um, it just, it was, it had some renovation uh, needs. Um, it was a shorter term AFS, and it was two and a half years. And it was, it was best suited, the strategy for that agreement for sale was best suited for someone who wanted to rent it for a year or two, renovate it and sell it. And just to, way that it like it, it needed immediate work and we didn't have a whole ha- heck of a lot of like renovation experience mm-hmm. and so we just decided you know what maybe somebody else can appreciate this someone else with 
you know, who's a little handy, who can come in and do the work themselves, rent it out and then flip it for profit. And it was a really good deal. And there was enough meat on the bones there that it was actually a zero money down agreement for sale. I'm, I know I'm, I'm overcomplicating this right now, but I, I just want to show you like the possibilities because it's not just always about finding, um, you know, really good deals that have good spread, profit spread. You can also find creative deals and assign them as well. So if you're really good at engineering up and, um, you know, good creative deals as well, people are willing to pay for that contract, for that deal that you created. And I happen to be really good at putting together agreement for sale deals. And um, like I said, our first one, it was a really good deal. It just, it wasn't good for us. So um, we didn't really have the money for it. We didn't have the, the expertise. So we assigned it to another investor. Uh, it was a zero money down deal on the, the agreement for sale side. So we just took a $5,000 assignment fee for assigning our interest in that agreement for sale. And, um, yeah, I mean, like that paid for our, our workshop, uh, paid, give, put extra money in our pocket. And we were, we were absolutely hooked after that. Um, and then for, since then, I mean, obviously we've done, we've done lots of wholesale deals and um, variations of agreements for sale, um, deals that we assigned also other, you know, flip deals, you know, deals that were, that were really good, had a good profit spread, but just like kind of Gabby explained earlier, you know, um, we just didn't have the time or the money at that particular time, um, where we just assigned it for a profit. So, um, we've had everything, you know, as little as it's the lowest wholesale was the lowest 5,000. Five, yeah. yeah. The lowest was five and the highest is 20,000, 20,000 where we made, you know, we had a deal and we just assigned it to another investor. There was enough meat on the bone that we were able to assign and make $20,000. And then the, the, the person who is, who we assigned it to was able to make a significant amount of money too. So there's, there's just so much opportunities and, and we've, we've bought wholesale deals yeah. from wholesalers as well, where I've seen some wholesalers, you know, make twenty, thirty thousand $30,000, you know, in, in our deals because they were that good. And they were just so good at putting these types of, like I said, engineering these deals. And, um, it's, it's a really, it's really cool to, 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 to see someone, you know, help a seller out of a situation, you know, sell it to another investor. The other investor is able to make a significant amount of money. Right. And the wholesaler is able to pocket 10, 20, $30,000 in between um, just for being really good at, you know, negotiating and, and putting people together, being resourceful. It's um, I, I love wholesaling um, and uh, I'm super excited for that workshop. Yeah. I, and I, it's so coming up so quickly, like today's the seventh. So 11 days away. It's not this weekend. It's next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys are like, forgot that it's, it's March. Um, it is. <laughs> it is. So uh, it's not this weekend. It's the following weekend in Calgary. Um, I'm going to be there and uh, super excited to um, to dive into the role playing and the panels and stuff like that. Uh, Matt Legere, who was just on the call there a minute ago, Matt's going to be there as well. Matt's absolutely killing it in Calgary uh, with his wholesaling business. So um, I'm trying to think of other wholesaling stories. <laughs> Don't need to force it. Yeah, I'm just kind of on the spot, so I just wasn't yeah. quite sure. Um, I was just, there was another one I was thinking about, but no. Should we just wrap her up right here? An early show? Yeah, it's only three minutes. An early show. 
Let's do it. Well, you got somewhere to be? Mm, I guess not. Um, okay. Well, did we talk about upcoming events today? Well, we we kind of did. Did we? Yeah. Um, another there's so many upcoming events. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 great. I think it's awesome because for those of you guys that are that are wanting to get out and to network with more people and to to do more live um, you know, learning rather than if you're tired of being on a webcam then this Who isn't <laughs> then this has got to be exciting for you because this year is like our we've we've gone out of our way to create as many in person events as possible this year yeah like we're going to get it we're going to we're going to have so much in person events you're going to want to go back to your sweatpants and webcams However, if you utilize this, if you take it to its full potential, there's a lot of opportunity this year to build your network, to make, to turn you into like one of the most resourceful, your best version of like, as, as most resourceful version of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know what we're, beating a dead horse on this one we're, we're, we're a broken record but your network is your net worth the more people you know the more opportunities you're going to create because in some cases you're going to see opportunities and you're going to be like i don't necessarily have those pieces but i know someone who does well and when a lot of people think of networking as like you know, just trying to find people who have their missing pieces. Like I need money. I need to find a joint venture partner or I need knowledge in this area. I need to find an expert. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people think of it as only finding the missing pieces that they're looking for. But if you look at it on a different angle, um, it also creates opportunities for things like passive wholesaling opportunities because Wayne and I had started networking and growing our network, we have been able to assign um, wholesale deals like it ain't no thing. Like if mm -hmm. we just have something that we can't take on or something comes across our desk, we know the perfect person to call up and, and assign it to. We almost never have to call two people, right? And we're not wholesalers. We do not have an active wholesaling business. So it's not just about finding missing pieces for the strategies that you're looking to do. It's also just about knowing people so that when opportunities show up or when, um, or, you know, even connecting the right people together who may uh, uh, pay you a fee for the connection or, mm -hmm. you know, like those types of things as well. So it goes beyond just that missing piece that you need. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure you're coming out for the Edmonton networking events this weekend on Saturday. Um, like I said, we're Keaton Kirkwood and Calvin Hexter is going to be there doing a market update and Barry's going to be doing the tales in the uh, trenches. Uh, the main topic that uh, Keaton's um, uh, presentation is going to be on financing your real estate deals. Um, talking about mortgages, financing, how to go about ensuring that you get financing for Are set up for success yeah for success you know what i mean it's it's you hear so many people talking about oh I, I got two two mortgages and then i was capped out well how do you proactively ensure that you get the most mortgages 
or what can you do on your end and how do they determine whether you're approved or not this is good information have it if you have a good understanding of how it works um you can set yourself up for success um and keaton's just a is a wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. And then, so that's this Saturday. And then the next event that we got coming up is April 15th in Edmonton. Mm, so excited. And that's the Fix and Flip bus tour, which, by the way, we've sold a ton of tickets already and we haven't really talked about it much. We've kind of been waiting for these other events this month to wrap up before we start pumping it. Yeah, <laughs> trying, trying not to like overwhelm you with a bunch of different events. Because like I said, we got a lot of things going on. But we've after this weekend... Um, we've got two fix and flip bus tours planned. Um, now we've already released the one in Edmonton. That's on April 15th. It's a, we're, we're loading you up into a school bus. We're going to take you to four different fix and flip projects. Actually, we're going to be going to fix and flip projects, burr projects, and also one infill development as well. So we're going to get get to see all different types of things. And uh, we're going to go through the numbers of what they purchased it for and what the cost of the the renovations and stuff are, what they're expecting to sell it for, the expected profits, the hiccups. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, you're going to want to get on that bus. Plus you get to like one of the cool parts about it is that you're on the bus and it's like 15 minutes between like the next stop. You get to hang out with someone for 15 minutes on the bus. You know what I mean? network and then when you get on the bus again go sit with someone new so you're guaranteed to meet like four or five people yeah right have good 15 minute conversations without being interrupted and um anyway so that's for edmonton and then the next one is going to be may 6th in calgary may 6th we're doing the exact same thing in calgary four stops um it's going to be some great networking afterwards um we're still working out the details of where our after party is going to be uh in um in calgary but um, you should see if you're, if you're not following us on Eventbrite, go follow us on Eventbrite. Um, you'll see the notification, uh, popping up in the next day or so for the Calgary event as well. So, um, yeah, so much. I, I love this stuff. I love planning it. It's like, you know, it, for some people they're like, holy crap, you're doing a lot of events. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. And they're like, you know what? It is actually awesome. I ever seems like every weekend I got something going on or every other weekend I can go and hang out with other investors and, and talk about the things that I love talking about. So I, I absolutely love it. And I, my goal is to get you so tired of talking to people that you're going to want to go back to webcams. <laughs> okay, kidding. everybody. Anyways, Today's Tuesday. That would make tomorrow Wednesday. Have an awesome day. I'll see you guys. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 